Thank you for downloading this sermon brought to you by the preaching ministry of Liberty Baptist Church of Las Vegas, Nevada, Dr. David Tice. For more sermons in both audio and video format, we encourage you to visit experienceliberty.com. Also, for a word of encouragement, insight, and biblical inspiration, follow Pastor David Tice's blog at davidtice.com. So without further ado, let's open our hearts to the Word of God. Say amen to that. Praise the Lord. It's a wonderful thing to see God moving. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I love the fact that Pastor Matt became citizen of the month in December. He's not citizen of the month anymore. Somebody said to me, they said, because it's January, and uh, some, somebody said to me, it's amazing that our pastor became citizen of the month in Sin City. What exactly does that mean? But I'm telling you, it's wonderful to see each of you reaching out, touching people's lives, seeing lost people get saved, Christians growing, and we need to take time. We need to take time to celebrate the wins, celebrate what God has done because he has done some amazing things. And we want to see, as Pastor Matt just said, we want to see him continue to do great things. You know, the Bible tells us we're to remember, we're to remember what God has done. We're to look back and, and, and rejoice in the things that God has done. The Bible says this, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Don't forget what you have came from God. Don't forget that the blessings you have came from God. Don't, let's never forget that all that took place here, as Pastor Matt clearly said, all that took place here, though we've done, we've had the privilege of being part of that, we've had the privilege of of, of reaching and teaching and telling, we need to remember that everything comes from God. He's the one that has blessed us. Israel was warned by God not to forget after we receive the blessings, after we're thankful for the blessings, let's not forget God. This is what God said to Israel. He said this in Deuteronomy chapter 8. He says, Thou shalt remember all the ways which the Lord thy God led thee forty years in the wilderness when thou hast eaten and are full, when you are eaten, once you've eaten and are full, and most Baptists are, can you say amen to that? Uh, when you've eaten and are full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. Don't forget, when you're full, when everything's going well, don't forget to give him the glory. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in keeping his commandments and in his judgments and in his statutes, but Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, and it shall be if thou do at all, listen to this warning, if thou do at all forget the Lord thy God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify against you, God saying this to Israel, this day that thou shalt surely perish. God wants us to remember. God wants us to look back. God wants us to rejoice in all the things that he's given us. I, I love the fact that we started this evening's vision night by saying, look what God has done. Look at what God has accomplished. Look what God has done. And God wants us to do that. God wants us to take time to remember the good things that have happened. But then there's a time that God says, listen, stop looking back 
because you can get so happy about what has happened that you forget there's a whole lot more to do. Can you say amen to that? And that's why Paul says this. Paul said, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. We haven't come to a point, hey, we finally made it. Here, we're, this is where we wanted to be. This is where we are. Oh, we're so comfortable. It's so nice. We all like each other. Several years ago, a lady said to me, uh, I walked, she was sitting right back here, and I walked back to her, and I said, you know, we need to reach out to other people. She said, I don't need any more people. She said, I got enough. I'm too busy. I, I don't want to reach any more people. I thought, how sad that is. What a sad statement. No, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. Don't think that you've gotten to that place. But this one thing I do, Paul said, I'm forgetting those things which are behind. We can't live on past blessings. Some people are living on past defeats. I mean, and, and they're not accomplishing nothing. Some people live on past blessings. And, and in fact, you've met people who say, who talk about what they did 40 years ago. Everything is about what they did 40 years ago. Well, whether they were in college or whether they were in the, in the military or whether they were uh, serving someplace, this is all, it's all about what I used to be. Look, forget those things which are behind, he says, and reach forward to those things which are before. He said, we're pressing towards the mark of the high calling of Jesus Christ, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth under those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of Jesus Christ. Pastor Matt said this. He said that we, uh, th this past year has focused on, on reaching people. I, and we want to continue to do that. We want to continue to reach out. We're going to continue to do things to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're going to continue our soul winning efforts. We're going to continue our outreach. We're going to continue the, the, the uh, community events that we have. But, but we, as Pastor Matt again said, we have a four-stage outreach plan here at Liberty Baptist Church. And you're familiar with this. You've seen this before. Our process is this. Our desire is to see people, number one, get saved put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. I'm so thankful for the 111 people in this church, in this, in, during our services, received Jesus Christ. And as Pastor Matt said, there are hundreds of others who have trusted Christ as Lord and Savior we don't have records of. We just know that. We're so thankful for those people getting saved. We want to see them get saved and, and, and begin to grow in the Lord. And the next step for somebody to get saved is to become students of the Word of God. We want them to grow in Christ. We want to help you uh, grow in Christ. And beyond that, then, then to become, as students, then become servants where they're ministering within the body of Christ and then become shepherds where they're helping other people become saved and students and ministers. All, all of that, that is the plan. This past year, our focus was primarily on reaching people and getting people in. And we're going to continue, as I said, to do that. But we want to, as we, we met together as a pastoral staff, and we said, listen, what's our focus this year? What do we want to focus on this year? And together, the pastors of this church determined, listen, our focus this year should be helping Christians grow in the Word of God. So the focus on Sunday morning, the focus on Sunday night, the focus on Wednesday night, the focus in discipleship is, is helping people grow. And uh, if we had a theme verse for this year, this would be it. But grow in grace. 
In 2 Peter, the Bible says, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, you can turn there if you want. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. God wants us to grow in grace. And we want to help you grow in grace. Thinking about that, we think, what does it mean to grow in grace? Well, there's, there's three areas that I think that we need to grow in. Number one, there is growing in faith. God wants us to grow in our faith. That is, in our ability to trust God for everything that's going on. And I believe uh, there's all sorts of terrible predictions about what's going to happen in 2024. Any of you familiar with any of those predictions? Have you, any, somebody asked me, do you believe in conspiracy theories? I said, no, I believe in conspiracies. Uh, the, uh, uh, I, there, there's all sorts of crazy predictions about things that could take place, crazy things that could take place. You know what? We just need to grow in faith. We just need to keep believing that it is God's in control. Let's say that together. God is in control. God is in control. We need to just believe that, and day by day, no matter what happens, our God is in control. Our God is coming back. Our God is in control. But how do you grow in faith? How do you grow in faith? Well, the Word of God tells us how we grow in faith. The Bible says, faith, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. The idea, very simply, in that passage of Scripture is this. He's speaking to early believers in the early church. They did not have a Bible to carry around with them. They, they, they didn't have the Word of God as you have it. The Word of God had been given, but there was no printing press. That wasn't until the 1400s that we had the, a printing press. Gutenberg uh, uh, invented the printing press, and the Bibles could be printed. Until then, there was no way for them to hear the Word of God, except to go to church and hear the teaching and the preaching of the Word of God. So when Paul says this, when Paul says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, he's saying you grow in faith by going to church and being taught the Word of God by people who have the Word of God. When we listen to the Word of God, now, now we, can, we can actually put the Bible on our cell phones now. We can put the Bible in, and we can listen to it all the time. But this particular passage is saying, look, people, they grow in faith. They grow in faith by, by simply hearing the teaching from the Word of God. God wants us to grow in faith. God wants us to do that. And the, one, the way you do that is by hearing people teach and preach the Word of God. That's why we focus on Sunday morning and, uh, and, 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 and nights like this when we're together. And on Wednesday night, we focus on teaching the Word of God. That's why we have discipleship. For people who have just gotten saved, you can go through 14 weeks of discipleship. On Wednesday evening, you can go to a discipleship class and you can be taught the Word of God. That's part of our process. We want to help you to become students of the Word of God. Why? Because you'll grow in faith. And that's why we have connection classes. We have connection classes on Sunday evening at 5 o'clock, typically during this time, uh, because we want you to have the opportunity to grow in your faith by hearing those who study the Word of God, those who have been gifted as teachers, and this church has been 
gifted with some wonderful teachers. God, uh, uh, we want you to have that opportunity to grow in your faith by hearing the teaching of the Word of God in a smaller, intimate setting. We're not just supposed to grow in faith, but as we read there in uh, First Peter, Second Peter, the Bible says that we're to grow in grace. We're to grow in grace. Now, what does that mean? That means the ability to give yourself to others. Growing in grace means learning how to interact with other Christians and grow in your ability to help and minister to others. The fact of the matter is everyone that's in this room will need help this year one way or the other. We'll need the encouragement one of another. And so God says, look, I've given you the local church like we saw this morning so that you can get together to encourage one another unto love and good works. The, the local church is a place where we're not supposed to just come and be preached to and then go home. We're supposed to come and get fellowship with brothers and sisters in Christ. You say, well, how do I get that fellowship, that close fellowship with brothers and sisters in Christ? No better way than go to a small group connection class. Go to a small Bible study. Get involved with others within the local church. It strengthens you and you will grow, not just in faith because you're being taught the Word of God by a gifted teacher, but but you'll grow in grace because you'll have an opportunity to interact with other Christians. Somebody said, well, I, I don't mind growing and hearing the Word of God, but I just don't like to get, I don't get along very well with other Christians. Well, you need to learn to do that. That's called growing in grace. The Bible says this, we know that we have passed from death unto life. Here's how. How do I know that I passed from death unto life? Because I love the brethren. Wow. If I, uh, if I want to know that I've, that I've passed, if I want that absolute assurance, it's, it's, it comes through, through my fellowship with my brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. What is he saying? He's saying, look, one of the things that's absolutely important for you and I as believers is to have fellowship with your brothers and sisters in Christ, to love them so you can, you can encourage them and, and, and you can get to know them. There are, there are some people who go to church and never interact with others. We want to encourage you this year to, to get involved with people. The reason we don't call our, our small groups Sunday school classes we call them connection classes is because we want primarily for you to connect with other believers connect with that teacher and connect with the other brothers and sisters within that church you say why because you need the connection you need the connection. A person gets saved, comes to church, and just comes to church uh, and does nothing else. It comes to church on Sunday morning and then turns around and leaves uh, and, and does that. You, you'll do that for about two years. If you don't get involved, if you don't get hooked in somehow, if you don't become, a, uh, get, get to know your brothers and sisters in Christ, after about two years, you'll begin to slowly fade away. And you'll disappear and you'll say, hey, why doesn't anybody care about me? Look, you need to take the effort and say, I'm going to make the effort to grow in grace. Grow in faith. Come and hear some intimate teaching of the Word of God. Grow in grace. And then he says not only that, in, again, here in uh, 2 Peter, he says, grow in knowledge. You need to grow in knowledge. And that's going to happen as you come 
to the teaching of the Word of God. I, I have it, it just every week after I preach, people say, you know, you said something, and I have a question about that. But the truth of the matter is, after the first service, i got to get ready for the second service. And I can talk for about 15 minutes, but then I'm going to go to the next service, and then I'm going to go to the next service. And, and that opportunity of interaction, that personal interaction, and that growing in knowledge and answering questions can't take place in the larger, uh, the larger uh, church congregation. But in, in small growth groups, in, in small group areas in the connection classes you can do that and and on one-on-one discipleship man you say people have asked me is that really available yes you can get in touch with pastor neil he'll plug you in you can go to your adult bible study class you can go to your connection class leader and you can say to him hey i want to get involved in this one-on-one discipleship and you will get hooked up he will hook you up with pastor neil you'll get hooked up with someone and you can have on wednesday evening close Bible study uh, on a one-on-one basis or a couple-to-couple basis. It's just a wonderful opportunity. God wants you to grow in knowledge. In fact, we saw this this morning. I used this verse this morning. He gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Why? For the maturing of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. God wants you involved in building up the body. That's edifying. He wants you involved in the work of the ministry, but that comes after you get grow in the knowledge of God through the teaching and preaching of, of gifted teachers within the church. And so our thinking this year as a pastoral staff, as, as shepherds, and that's what, that's what pastors are. It's just a, another word for shepherds. As shepherds, we thought this, this year we focused a lot and we're going to continue to focus on reaching our community for Christ. You're going to hear us saying, go invite your friends, tell people about Christ. You're going to hear the gospel week after week, as Pastor Matt said. You're going to hear it every time you come into this auditorium. But we want to help you, and our focus this year is very simply on the process of getting you now involved in connection classes, getting involved. Now, we've got several things that we're going to do, some special events that we're going to do to help you uh, grow in Christ. We've got several growing uh, uh, opportunities. We've got a couple's refresher coming up uh, February 16th through the 17th. Who's speaking at that? Okay, Peter and Daniel Moore, pastor uh, down in, in Southern California, is going to be up here for the couple's refresher. That's going to be a great time for growing. You ought to put that on your calendar, and you ought to plan on being there for that. Then there's the missions conference, always a great uh, opportunity. You're going to hear a, a tr- the, our, our keynote speaker for the missions conference this year is a tremendous man whose family is a family of missionaries. They've been in, working in Africa for over 25 years, and now he's a pastor uh, He is a pastor in Ohio and doing a wonderful work for God. You're going to love this family that's going to come to the missions conference. It's going to be a great growing opportunity uh, for you. Uh, The Maximize Life conference is coming up in September. Uh, Again, that's nine months away. But, but these are growing opportunities. You ought to put them on your calendar and plan to be there because if you are there, you're going to hear that Pastor Jeff Redland is going to be with us for that, and a tremendous teacher of the Word of God. You're going to hear others that are going to be teaching practical Bible truths. 
to help you grow in grace. We're going to pre present for you, and we don't have it exactly down on the calendar yet uh, when, but we'll have Financial Peace University available for you. We will have Building a Kingdom Family on Wednesday evening. There'll be a two, uh, there'll be nine weeks of Financial Peace University. There's going to be uh, uh, seven weeks of the Building a Kingdom Family Conference. All of that is available for your growth. We want to help you grow in grace. That's what it's all about. That's what our focus is on this, this year. But listen, there's an old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. I, I just want to tonight sort of salt the oats to make you think, man, I really want to be there. Because these things, if you put them on your calendar, if you go, by the way, you can go online and you can look online and to, at Liberty Baptist Church and you can see the entire church calendar. We used to print out the calendars, but now it's just so much easier for you to just go online and check the things that are out on the calendar. Look ahead so that you don't miss out on these different opportunities of growth. Now, those are opportunities of growth that you will have here at this church this year, but our primary thing, our primary uh, thing about uh, uh, helping you grow in Christ is our connection classes. And I really want to encourage you tonight to think about next week being here and getting involved in a connection class. And I want to introduce you to our connection class teachers. If you're new or even if you've been here for a while and you've never been to a connection class, I think we were looking the other day and there were about 40% of the, of the families of our church don't go to a connection class. You need to get involved in a connection class. The connection class leaders might be calling you and contacting you this week, but we want to get you involved in connection classes. We have 12 different connection classes that you can be involved in. The first one is this, and this is just because this is A, B, C, D, E. So uh, the connection class taught by uh, Jamie and Marianne Allen, it's, they're going to be teaching on the Bible made simple, helping you to take complex Bible truths and simplify them in your life so you have an understanding of Bible truths. I, 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 I love the teaching of Jamie Allen. I love how he can take the Word of God and make it simple. So you can be involved in that. And uh, these classes are topical classes. Sometimes they're, they're, they're younger or middle-aged or that are, that are primary in a class, but you can go to any one of these classes except the teenage classes. You don't want to go to a junior high class if you're 86. Uh, maybe you want to, but don't. Uh, the uh, uh, the, uh, the the, the uh, Bible made simple, very simple. You can be involved with that. Jamie and Mary Allen Allen. And then uh, Michael Banks, he's teaching a junior high, junior highs. In junior high class, he's going to teach uh, real Christianity. If I was a parent, I would want my junior high uh, student to get into that class, to find out uh, how to live. I love this. It's lessons from the life of Judas. Man, I think you can learn some big things from Judas. What not to do is very, very important. Can you say amen to that? I was up at the teen retreat, and I talked to the teens, and my, my message was, don't be stupid. Uh, obviously, we have somebody who did something very stupid, uh, and uh, he's going to teach real Christianity. That's for junior hires. And then uh, a charity is going to teach a... a um, Ladies' Bible study, uh, Becoming the Me I Want to Be. I like that. 
uh, becoming the me I want to be. This is for ladies. Ladies for years have said, hey, we'd like to have a, a Bible study for ladies. You now have one, and it's here to help you grow. Come and be part of that. Uh, Pastor Neil is going to be starting a Next Steps uh, class, and that's a four-week class. Is that right, Pastor Matt? That's a four-week class designed to help you say, hey, I want to know more about what this church believes about salvation and about, uh, what are the four topics? The Word of God, the church, and Jesus Christ. I'm sure glad he's here to help me. And so that's what, that's what you're going to learn about in that, in that Next Steps uh, class that is uh, being taught by Pastor Neil. Tremendous teacher, wonderful, caring, uh, our care pastor. And, the, and then uh, uh, Rick Burkett. I called him Burkett. And I've called him Burkett for the last... Uh, 89 years as long as I've known him and uh, I just found out about two years ago that it's Burkett and so uh, Rick Burkett and Jenny are, are they're gonna be teaching <laughs> what did I say I said Burkett again did I forget it all right so that's who it is the guy right there uh, standing next to the nice lady more than a name lessons from unnamed people in Scripture who left an indelible uh, uh, undeniable impact. This is an amazing, this is going to be an amazing. So you're just taking people who are not named, but who really uh, were used of God. Uh, in the, in the, this should be a fascinating study. Again, you have an opportunity to be there. And, and, uh, and hearing the teaching of the Word of God, you're going to love his teaching. And then uh, for the teenagers, this is the older teenagers, this is senior hires, is that right? And so this is Bruce Delgado and uh, his wife, they, they're going to do a thing called Answers for Teens. Teenagers have a lot of questions about a lot of things. And he's taking them through a study that answers life questions from the Word of God. You see how valuable these classes are? Then uh, um, John Gelsler. John Gelskorp is a patriot and a Christian, cares about our country, and has taught so much about why Christians should be involved in our country. And he's going to do his, he's, he's doing the American Campfire. Is this the Kirk Cameron, where are you, John? Is this the Kirk Cameron stuff? Tremendous stuff to get you involved and understand how God wants to work in our country. If you believe America needs revival, say amen. amen. Well, I'm telling you, we need that. We need to take the Word of God and apply it to our lives. We have a responsibility as Christians in our culture, specifically in the American culture, we are called to vote. We are called to lead. We are the God, if, if God has ordained that this nation, God, the powers of be are ordained of God, then you need to understand that you are ordained of God to vote, to be involved as a citizen in this country, because this is the country you were born in. You need to be part of the system. And, and uh, John Gelsorp will help you understand that uh, as, as he goes through the Campfire uh, Revival series. And then uh, there's, there's Steve Livingston. Steve is going to talk about Moses, the first superhero. I'd like to go to that uh, and find out uh, about that. What a wonderful truth uh, to learn about the, the man, as I talked about this morning in the Old Testament, a great servant of God learning how to follow in his footsteps. <sighs> Matt Mar Marlar is, is teaching, I study through the book of Ezekiel. Uh, when Pastor Matt heard that he was teaching through Ezekiel, he said, man, I'd like to go to your class. That's a fascinating, fascinating 
book. And he's going to be preaching through that. You're not going to go verse by verse through that, are you? No way, okay. <laughs> We're just going to take the highlights of that. Divine correction. Ezekiel taught uh, in a time where uh, Israel had fallen under the judgment of God. And Ezekiel has some tremendous prophetic truth that is there and some tremendous instructional truth that helps Christians understand what's going on in our world today as compared to what was going on back then. And you don't want to, if you can get involved in that class, it'll be a great blessing to you. Uh, Ezekiel, Pastor Ezekiel, is uh, going to be in Modular A, and he's, what does that mean? The life of Christ. That's exactly. I just wanted to see if you knew that. Uh, as a Spanish uh, expert, you did very well interpreting that. And so uh, uh, he's going to be talking through the life of Christ for our Spanish community. And uh, what a wonderful thing uh, that will be. I would encourage you to be involved in that. Um, and then Pastor Shore, God's got this. I like that title. Uh, uh, truths on God's sovereignty from the book of Esther. The book of Esther is one of the greatest books in the Bible to talk about God's in control. You know, the, the name God is not even mentioned one time in the book of Esther, and yet, though the, the name isn't there, the presence of God is evident through that, and you can get involved with that. Pastor, Pastor uh, Shore, what a great guy. Uh, the, uh, he's like the elder statesman around here. Uh, he, uh, he, he'll be a blessing to you. I'd encourage you to be part of uh, Pastor Shore's class. And then uh, Pastor Matt is going to be preaching or doing a series called Be Decisive. And this is on the book of is it Jeremiah. Jeremiah. The, uh, the book of Jeremiah. Wonderful, wonderful book. Again, uh, uh, Jeremiah had to make decisions. I love Jeremiah chapter 5 and verse 1. The Bible says this in Jeremiah chapter 5 and verse 1. God told Jeremiah, he said, listen, you go to the city of Jerusalem. Listen to this. He said, you go to, you go to the city of Jerusalem. I'm, he's already pronounced judgment. He said, I'm going to destroy the city. But then he said this. It's like in grace and in mercy, he said, Jeremiah, if you go through, go through the entire city of Jerusalem, and if you find one man, one man who will do right, one man who will worship me, one man who will honor me, he said, I will, I'll spare the city for one man. I love that statement. I don't know exactly what Pastor Matt's going to teach through the book of Jeremiah, but Jeremiah's got some tremendous, tremendous truths. And if you and I make the decisions to do what God wants us to do, we can see his blessing in our life. What I'm saying is this. There are 12 different ministries, 12 different connection classes that you can be involved in. It is our desire this year not to focus on events, but it's our desire to see the process of you becoming disciples. It is our desires as pastors. We want to, we want to feed the sheep. We want you as, as, as the, the sheep of God to be fed the Word of God. And we want to help you do that. And we just wanted tonight to take time to say, look, 
God's done some amazing thing. Look at all the people that God has brought into this church. If, if, if every family that, that were new members of this church came tonight, we wouldn't have had room for everybody here. It's amazing what God is doing. God did some great things in 2023, but hey, this is just the beginning. Now God wants us to move forward into a new year, and God wants you to grow in grace. But growing or walking with God, becoming what God is, 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 becoming what God wants you to be is a decision that you make. Just like you decided to come tonight, decide to be here next week so that you can grow in grace. Decide in your calendar year to put these things, these growing opportunities on your life so that we together can grow, not just numerically. I, I really believe we're going to grow numerically. But, but we just don't want to see this church grow numerically. We want to see you grow spiritually. We want you to come here and get spiritual food week after week after week. That's what this church is here for you. And that's why we've developed these connection classes so that you can grow in, in your faith by hearing the Word of God. You can grow in grace by fellowshipping one with another. And you can grow in knowledge of, uh, and understanding of the Word of God so you can apply it to your life so that you can in turn minister to those who come after you. That is God's continual plan for us. That is our vision for 2024. And we want you to get involved in that vision. Now, let me stop right there and say this. With, having said all that, it all starts with putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. The Bible says we're all sinners. And the Bible says because we're sinners, we all deserve to go to hell. And the Bible says Jesus Christ is God. And that he came to this earth to die and pay the penalty of our sins. He was buried. Three days later, he rose from the dead. He was seen by hundreds of eyewitnesses. And he went back to heaven. Now he says the only way you can get to heaven is by coming to me and asking me to give you eternal life. If you've never done that, if you've never come to Jesus personally and asked him to give you eternal life, then I encourage you to do that today. Let's pray. Father, help us to take this next few minutes. Think about you. And Lord Jesus, if there's somebody here that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior and God, I pray that they will put their faith and trust in you tonight. We hope that message was an encouragement to your heart. Now for weekly updates and for information about Liberty Baptist Church, be sure to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook at LBC of Las Vegas. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, God bless.